You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 30. And in today's bonus episode, you're going to hear from a burnt out fitness coach and she's going to share how she went from overworked to loving life again in less than six short months. This is super inspiring. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and I work with thought leaders and experts to help them double their income, their freedom, and their impact to create a business and a life they love. From my business background of 25 years, I've learned there are three key areas to growing a successful business, your mindset, your talents, and the people you surround yourself with. Here in the Business Lab, we'll interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they have used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Today, is a bonus edition. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. I'm Samantha Riley. I'm your host today. And I've decided to share a story from one of my Business Success Academy clients. Now, when I very first spoke to Rebecca, and you might actually relate to this story, she was so burnt out She was working ridiculous hours, like over 12 hours every day. She was spending no time looking after herself and doing the things in her life that make her happy. She wasn't spending much time with her family. She was not doing the things in life that she loves, like training and cooking and and all the things that light her up and mean that she can do really, really great work in her business and turn up energized and passionate. And you might be able to relate to that, just working crazy hours and feeling like you're not getting anywhere, Uh, feeling like you just are on the verge of tears all the time, or even you might know what it's like to just randomly burst into tears. And I want to share this story with you today because Rebecca has inspired me. Uh, She's inspired other people within Business Success Academy And I want to share her story so that it can inspire you too, to know that there is another way, that there is a way that you can start to love your life and start to fall in love with your business again. So today I'm bringing you Rebecca Andelin. Uh, Let's just dive right in. Let's jump in and hear from Rebecca. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. Hi, I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat to you today. We have <laughs> known each other. Oh, how long have we known each other? Maybe been about six months, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, we were introduced by a, a mutual friend in another Facebook group and you reached out and we had a chat and watching your growth and the journey that you've been on for the last six months has just been so amazing that I had to reach out and get you on the show because I wanted to share this with other people because it's been, well, it quite literally has changed your life, hasn't it? Yes, very much. Yeah. So before we start, why don't you share with us a little bit about what it is that you do and the kinds of people that you work with? Um, so what it is I do, my company is Andalyn Athletics. Uh, I do, I basically curate workout programs for people, whether it's online or in person. It can be one-on-one, it can be group classes, it, it can be swim workouts, it can be yoga. 
So I, I create the workout. I train people through the workout and then um, making sure that they're doing it safe and correctly and, and all that stuff so that they have a, an effective workout program. Totally. And that's, and that's just a little tiny piece of what you do. Yeah. We're going to dive into that a little bit deeper because we had a little chat before. You're a little bit different to most personal trainers. You've got such an extensive background of what you bring to the way that you work with your clients, right? Yeah, and awesome. you make it sound really cool. <laughs> You, <laughs> you are cool. You are cool. So I invited you onto the show today because like I said, you know, you came into my world or we came into each other's worlds six months ago. Why don't you just share a little bit about what was going on in your life and in your business when you reached out and we first had a chat? Well, I, I was running a business. I had kind of dove into this business running situation without any knowledge. I have degrees in biology. I have almost no experience running a business. I just knew kind of the field I wanted to go in. I had some clients. I had dove into this headfirst. And um, I had gotten to a point, I was about a year, a year and a couple of months into running my own business full-time and I was reaching an end point. And I, when we talked, I think I was like on the verge of tears pretty much every day and just feeling burned out and frustrated and, and isolated and um, kind of used and just depleted. I was just yeah. getting really depleted and I saw it happening and I knew I was like reaching point of like breakdown um, and I needed to do something no matter how much it cost, I needed to, to make a change. So that's when we talked. <laughs> yeah, we did. And I love it that you said that you felt used because I this is something that I personally I hit this same wall many, many, many years ago where I started to resent everyone in my world because I was so tired and burnt out. I was resenting my clients. I was resenting my family, my kids, just everyone in my world. Yeah. But, you know, resenting your clients is not a great place to be when they're paying you, right? But, yeah. And it's something that we don't talk about, but I'm sure that many of us have felt that. And then not only do you resent them, but then there's also this guilt that comes in because you know you shouldn't be resenting them and it's a really nasty circle. And where I felt that many, many years ago is something that I know that happened to you as well was going into business, but not really thinking about the outcome that you were trying to achieve in your life, which meant that you started what you have said is the wrong business for you. Can you go a little bit more into that? Yeah, of course went into a teaching credential program and I really didn't like it. And while I was doing that, I started CrossFit coaching and I love to do CrossFit and I started coaching and I was doing this teaching credential at the same time. And I realized like, Hey, I don't really want to do teaching because it, the way it makes me feel, I go through a 12 hour day at the gym and I feel amazing at the end. I could do five of those in a row, no problem and be super energized by all the people I helped and felt connected with. And it was like hanging out with my friends all day. And I just realized that was really what I wanted to do. And then I got to the point where I was having my own clients and I was working a full-time job and doing this stuff on the side. And then I, I also got a job coaching at the high school and I was doing water polo coaching at the high school. So I was kind of like doing all these odd jobs. And I finally got to the point where I was like, I don't think I need my, my desk job, my full-time job anymore. I have enough of these coaching odd jobs that I can quit that job and, and do this full time. And I started a water polo club team to go along with the high school team that I was working at. And so that that's kind of how it all 
launched. Mm. I ended up in the water polo realm, which I played water polo and swam competitively for about eight years. And I love it. It's my sport. It's like my first love. I love water polo. And I really enjoyed coaching. But then once I dove into my business, that's when it started to kind of feel like this isn't really what I wanted. This isn't how I wanted it to be or what I was envisioning, I guess. So yeah, I just kind of realized that maybe the the CrossFit is what I really fell in love coaching. And even though I love playing water polo, it wasn't the right coaching scenario as far as what I wanted. Totally. And I remember when we very first spoke, it wasn't that you hated coaching the water polo team. I remember you were talking about the fact that the timing didn't work with the life that you were trying to create. You were having trouble, you know, keeping the relationships in your life outside of your business. Yet You were really struggling to keep, to sort of hold them together. So tell us about the kind of hours that you were pulling at that time, because I believe they were pretty crazy, right? Yeah. And well, what's crazy about this situation is where I live in San Diego, all of the high schools don't have their own pools, which in like Southern California, I don't understand. So we have to rely heavily on the community pools, but then you have a bunch of high schools close together relying on like one pool. So I don't really get to pick my pool time. It's only between seven and nine at night that we're allowed pool time. And it's expensive. It's not something like the school gives you at like a discounted price. It's expensive lane time. There's only set times that you can go. And then, you know, during the summer, it's, um, it's pretty rigorous hours. And then you have like tournaments on the weekends and planning overnight trips and so all of that. And, and then not only that, it's the, you know, all the business stuff on top of that of, you know, equipment I had to buy and, you know, hotels I have to book and transportation, then getting clients and getting people to show up to practice at seven to nine at night. It's just, it was just a, just a whirlwind of things that just don't really pan out super well. Yeah. So, and as a, an ex dance teacher that used to spend every night in a dance studio, I totally understand what that's like working other people's times. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So you were overwhelmed at that time. You were spread thin and you were lonely and, and things just weren't feeling really well, but that was six months ago and you're in a really different place today. And that's what I want to talk about today because I think that your story can inspire so many other people that may be listening that are like, oh my goodness, I get it. That's how I feel. I feel lonely and overwhelmed and you know, there's all these things happening and bright, shiny objects and I'm chasing my tail and I can't get anywhere. What does your life look like now? How has it changed? Well, what's changed for me is when I, when I get into that overly stressed out mode, things that I enjoy doing go out the window. Like I, I stop working out myself because I, I'm working crazy hours and there's not the emo- emotional, mental exertion for me to like make my workouts happen to eat right the way that I, I want to or just feel like I have like space in my brain and in my mind and my heart to, to do things that I, I'm, I feel passionately about outside of work, like cooking or um, spending time with my family. So just now I, I've recently started to get back into a routine where I am waking up and working out. I'm meal prepping on the weekend. I'm doing all the things that I'm teaching other people how to do and I'm enjoying <laughs> it and feeling like, yeah, like there's maybe a new recipe I want to try or I made homemade peanut butter the other day just because I wanted to try it. Where those are things that when I'm burned out and overwhelmed, I, I, I forget that I even want to do those things. So now yeah. I'm doing all of those things that like, like I plan my own schedule. I you know have my chunk of time where I'm seeing people. I have a chunk of time where I'm 
working at my desk and at home on my computer. And I have a chunk of time that I'm doing what I want to do, working out, hanging out with friends, doing normal stuff on weekends. I love that. And I'll just, let me add, all I heard was peanut butter. I swear to God, I almost ran out this call, almost ran out the door. I'm going to fly to San Diego, just have homemade peanut butter. <laughs> Seriously, could there be anything much better than that? Yeah. I mean, when I went to Bali, they made, they made homemade everything there. And so that really inspired me. I really oh. wanted to make homemade peanut butter ever since... That's so good. So good. Oh my goodness. I'm such a foodie. Love it. So you were overwhelmed. Now you've got all these things happening. I'd love you to share with us some of the steps that you took to move from overwhelmed to totally having an energized life again. Well, I think it, I always say that like owning a business is like the X games of self love and acceptance. It's like an extreme sport of self-confidence and I don't think that I came into owning a business. I'm, I thought I was fairly confident before, like I'm an athlete and, you know, I, I feel like I've done some of those like mental skills that it's like, I, I got a foundation, but then coming into owning a business, it was like, I had to accept that I had to kind of start over with some things. And there was this big emotional process for me the last six months or more of just clearing away some of the the things that aren't serving me anymore. And even that was kind of accepting like, hey, maybe water polo isn't the main focus of things that I want to do. I have to let that go a little bit so that I can shift to something else. So it's just been like a construction zone <laughs> Yeah, Look, around everything that I'm doing, like just clearing everything away that, that isn't helping me because it's, it's really holding me back. And it's even more apparent owning a business and trying to market myself all of the little things that are just holding me back are just way more apparent. So. so doing that clearing and taking away the things that you knew that could still pay the bills, you know, taking away those things, how scary was that at the time? It's super scary. It was, and like, even as I'm like this week, I'm not going to take any jobs that pay money right now, but aren't in line with this goal. And then someone would call me and they'd be like, Hey, can you come you know, do this other thing and we'll pay you cash. And it's like, okay, great. I'll do that. It's like, I just told myself not to do that. <laughs> but when somebody is like flashing money at you, I just want to go in that direction. And it, I mean, it took probably a solid month for me to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a few posts in the Facebook group where you were like, oh, help people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is doing that and messing up my schedule, I like, I realized how scattered it made me feel and less productive I felt by giving into those things. But it was really hard to say no to money right now with the hope of something else panning out in the future. Yeah. You swapped playing the short game or the, you know, the quick win for the long game, really understanding yeah. where it is that you wanted to be. And it hasn't even, to be honest, like did you, six months is a pretty, still what I would consider a pretty short game to have done what you've done and to, you know, to take away, like, gosh, it, it just watching you, it has been so inspiring because it, it's like you've done a full clear and, you know, and rebuilt those foundations, which is, is incredible in six short months. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is like the month after I stopped taking some of those jobs that somebody had reached out to me and they had, a, it was a trainer that I had worked with before. She owns a personal training gym down the, down the road for me. And her and I kind of are in the same coaching. We know a lot of the same people and we're just kind of in the same like coaching network. But she called me and she was like, hey, my gym is booming right now. Someone else called me and offered me some kind of like coaching position at their gym. 
she's like, I can't do it because my gym is kind of taking all my time. But when she said it was, you know, teen athletes and girls that are looking to sports performance train, she's like, you were the first person I thought of and you're my first phone call and I want to recommend you. Is that all right? And it was like, I've never had that phone call before. But as soon as I stopped doing something I shouldn't, something good did come my way that was really encouraging to go, oh, I guess I don't need to take all those other random jobs because this other thing panned out and now I'm working there now. So I love hearing stories like that. Just the energy, you know, you, you get rid of the clutter and just the right things fall into place. Love that. Yeah. So, th- so you would say the first, the first thing was the confidence to really go back, to pair back what wasn't in alignment of your values and your outcomes and have the confidence to do that. What, what do you think would be the second, the second thing that you did that has catapulted you in six short months to where you are now? I think, honestly, I think once I like cleared away that construction, did some of that other clearing, it's getting to carving out time for me in my schedule and being more protective about that time because I'm more productive in the time that I do sit down and work when I'm filled by something else like my workouts or being with family or being with my boyfriend or doing something outside. When I do go sit down at my desk, I'm way more productive and I get way more done kind of prioritizing some things, finding out what my priorities are so that I'm the most productive. It's just so beautiful to think that you can actually slow down and get more work done. Like, isn't that just such a beautiful symphony right there? It's really counterintuitive because I feel like, you know, I'd sit at my desk and like plow through my desk from like 8 a.m. to like 8 at night, be super burned out and in tears by Thursday and like not even want to like leave my house over the weekend. But the more I kind of like took it at a pace of like, I think that's good for today. I should stop and move to, you know, maybe I'll go for a walk or go do something else for a little bit. Just protecting that time of whatever I'm going to do away from my desk and away from clients fuels everything that I do while I am at my desk and with clients. I love that. I love that. Now, I know that before, before we started recording, we had a really good chat about the fact that you used to have bright, shiny object syndrome and there was all these bright, shiny objects around and you were trying to collect them all and you had so many ideas that you couldn't implement. Can you share a little bit about what's changed there? Because when you said that, I just think, well, you know, I'm sure we've all been there and know exactly yeah. what that feels like. And I see so many people that have got the same thing. So tell Tell us how that's changed. Well, so I, I guess I, anytime I'm at any kind of training or like even today I did um, your module seven again and I have all these ideas of like, I want to make this product. I want to do this. I want to run this class. I want to find these clients. And I have to like stop myself and say, no, I'm only working on these three projects this month. And, you know, I can write those things down and put them in my hopper. And if at some point I run out of projects or I need something new to work on, it's there, but I don't have to go down that rabbit hole right now and really just stay focused on like, these are the three projects that I already picked and I'm already working on and they need my attention. And those other like 50,000 possibly good ideas can just be set to the side and worked on at another time. Yeah, it's so cool, isn't it? And what you're saying there, we do, we sit down as a group and we work on our three projects and just stay focused to that. And if there's something that's bright and shiny that comes along and you think, wow, that's really cool, I'd like to implement that well, let's just put that on the shelf to the first of next month and then let's look at it then because then that gives you time to assess, actually, do I really need that? And by the time the next month comes around, it's like, actually, no, I don't. And you're just creating that space of like, no, I don't need that 
um, and just moving along. Yeah. And I just, I even remind myself today, like those things aren't going to make me more or less money than the things I'm working on right now. And if I keep changing my mind to like what project I'm going to work on, none of them are ever going to get finished and I'm not ever going to make money from any of them. So like I'd rather, I'd make more money picking my three and sticking with them than squirrel, shiny object um, <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> I love that. I've got a friend. We, we send each other little gifts of squirrels all the time. Like, that's our little code too. I just saw you do something really strange on Facebook. Can you focus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I think what, what I'm hearing is the biggest thing is that so many, um, so many, there's so many courses out there, that, you know, that how to run webinars and how to, you know, do Facebook groups and, you know, how to do this thing and Facebook ads and all of these different things. And I see that people, they, they buy all these things, which, which actually isn't a problem in itself that, that they're doing the courses. Where the issue is coming in is that they haven't laid the foundations of their business properly. So they're getting frustrated and beating themselves up because all of these things aren't working. Where what you've done is, and what we do is stop. You don't need another thing. What we need to do first is assess. Where are you at? Let's go back. Let's lay the foundations and then let's get going again and building just one small step at a time. And, you know, and that's how you've moved so quickly. I just was going back through some of the training material that, um, that I use for your course. And I think I've done your first and second module at least three or four times each of those mm. first two modules that are about exactly that of just like defining what my business is who I want to work with and starting there and making that the foundation of my business not like hey I have this great idea that nobody has said that they wanted yet but maybe I'll just put it out there and hope somebody likes it but really narrowing it down to what what exactly do I want to do and who do I want to work with yeah I love it I want to give you the, a huge, so much kudos, Rebecca. I love working with you. Having you on the call every week is just such a pleasure. You, your energy comes through the phone all the way down under. I can feel <laughs> it every time we're, we're on a call. And you've just trusted the process so beautifully and, and watching you go through this. And at some times it hasn't been easy, has it? You know, there's been times where you've posted in the group, like, Oh my goodness, help. I'm just, you know, I, it feels so foreign because I'm doing something new and it's great to see everyone rallying around and going, no, Rebecca, you've got this. Uh, and just watching you go, yeah, I do. And just keeping on going and, watching you turn your life around in, in six months has been just so beautiful. And I'm so happy for you. And uh, I can, I can feel the energy has changed so much with you. So well yeah. done. Amazing. Thank you. Now, if people are listening to this and they want to stay connected to you in your world, whether they're in San Diego or whether they're anywhere around the world and, and they're into goal setting and fitness and all of the wonderful things you do, how can they, how can they stay connected with you? Well, I have a Facebook group um, called The Lifelong Athlete through my business page, Andalyn Athletics. So the Lifelong Ath Athlete group is free. And so you can join that group, stay connected. I post stuff that uh, products I'm coming out with, projects I'm working on, just to put all my content on there. So all that stuff's on there. And then I have an Instagram at Andalyn Athletics. And then my website is andalynathletics.com. And you've got a performance goal game plan we can find on your website? 
Yes, that's one of my free downloads. It's the performance goal game plan. It's basically a, a grid sheet to help someone work on deciding what their performance goal is and then how to achieve it. So how to get from point A to point B when you have some kind of performance related goal you want to set. Which just listening to you for the last oh, half hour or so that we've been chatting, that's exactly your genius zone. Yeah. Let's, let's work out where we want to go and let's just put the steps in place to get there. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Rebecca, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing with us what's happened in your business in the last six months. And I'm so looking forward to seeing what happens in the next six months and beyond. Thank you. And I, I can't thank you enough for creating a space for me to have semi coworkers and just have like a people to go to and vent to. It, it's priceless for me. So thank oh. you very much. I, I, can't even, I can't even say how grateful I am. Thank you. No, thank you. It's people like you that, that, you know, that's why we do what we do. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Rebecca. Thanks, Sam. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to know more about Business Success Academy and to have a look to see if it's a fit for you, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash success and check it out now. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.